0: Right, I think we're ready to start. I'm Abigail, and I'd like to welcome you all to our organisation.
1: This is Craig from Bracket Tech. I've brought my marketing team with me today.
0: Great. Well, can I just start by saying that we're all really excited to launch this project with you. I know Bracket Tech have a great track record in bringing products like this to the market, and we're really looking forward to working with you.
1: Likewise. I'd like to hear some of your ideas surrounding promotion and launch.
0: Yes, we have loads of ideas on that front. Oh, good. Morning, Dale. I didn't know you were coming down.
2: Sorry, everyone. Just ignore me.
0: Just so you know, uh, Dale is our chief exec.
2: Hello, Dale. Pleasure doing business with you. Honestly, just ignore me. I'm just here to listen. Just pretend I'm not here.
0: So, anyway, uh, we understand that our product isn't going to be as recognisable as the big players in this market, so we need to draw the eye away from them. Uh, The display case needs to be unusual enough so that people immediately take notice.
2: It's just my breakfast. Just act like I'm not here. Do you
1: have a corporate or product colour scheme that we could adhere to?
0: Uh, yes, we're green and brown.
1: That might be a bit dowdy to work with. I think we should probably go with... <sighs> uh, I think we could do something with green and yellow. Contrasting tones, though, which would make it stand out. Your competitors are generally red and silver.
2: Uh, whoops. Sorry, I'm not here. Uh,
0: exactly. We want to stand out from the pack. Uh, did you like our slogan suggestions?
2: Breakfast shake. Just ignore me.
1: I think it could be catchier. I think we could easily make it a rhyming couplet, which would stick in people's heads easier. Uh, how about... Um, <coughs> um,
0: <coughs> are you all right?
2: Wrong hole. I told you to ignore me. Oh,
0: sorry, I thought you were choking.
2: I told you to ignore me. If you don't ignore me, I'll sack you. Uh,
0: who said that?
2: Better. Wait, what's going on here? No,
0: uh, please don't. Are you talking
2: to me? I said to pretend I'm not here. If I wasn't here, would you be talking to me right now? No, of course not. You did it again. Are you stupid? What the hell's wrong with you? Nothing. It's just you're talking to me first. You're not getting this. I'm not here. I'm invisible. You can't see me. You can't hear me. Have you got that?
0: Don't answer. He gets like this after his breakfast shake.
1: So I should just talk directly to you and not even react to him?
0: Yes. Uh, you can even talk about him if you like, just don't look at him or talk directly to him.
1: Right, okay, I get it. So, where were we? Oh, you get it now. Well, let's see, shall we?
0: Uh, you were about to give us some suggestions on the slogan?
1: That's it, yes. I said we could do well to make it rhyme. But... Coochie,
0: coochie, coochie, coo.
1: Abigail, he's tickling my scalp.
0: Uh, he'll do that. He's he's just seeing if he'll react. It's best not to.
1: I have to admit, it is rather distracting. Should I be concerned about this?
0: He's just trying to get a rise out of you. After eating six Weetabix, two bananas and a litre of protein shake, you'd have plenty of energy too. Hey
2: everybody, if you look at me, I'll give you a million pounds.
0: Don't look at him. Keep your attention on me and we'll be fine.
1: How are we supposed to conduct the meeting like this? Brap brap! I am the marmalade
2: man.
0: Eventually he'll come down from his high and need a nap. We've we've just gotta ride it out.
2: I've, I
1: think he might be stripping.
0: Just keep your eyes forward.
1: But he's in the corner of my eye. Here come the buttocks. Oh, oh god, no. No, I'm I'm sorry,
2: but this is indecent. Will you stop stripping? Aha! you looked. I knew you weren't to be trusted. How can we do business with a company who can't follow simple requests? Out. Now. Good riddance. I wouldn't want to be associated with a lunatic like you anyway. Save the company once again from absolute morons.
0: It took me months to set up that partnership.
2: Honestly, I don't know what you'd all do without me. Now, time for my executive nap. Clear Born Idol's desk, will you?
3: Is it anime? Is it anime? Is it manga? You don't know. Hey? What we do know is it's the 90s and it's violent Japanese porn cartoons. Yeah. Blood and nipples. Yeah. and nipples, gore and more nipples. Yeah. nipples. Horrific demons, with nipples. Nipples. nipples, invasive and creepy cyborgs, yeah, yeah, robo nips, yeah.
2: fountains of blood, lakes yeah. of blood, mountains of nipples. Nipples. nipples, big eyes, small mouth, unlimited violence, nipples, nipples. 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 this man's being eviscerated to the heaviest metal you've ever heard, yeah. this fembot has den plugs for nipples, nipples. it's gross, but you're excited, Prepare to be emotionally scarred. Be ready to have your psychosexual landscape permanently altered. Oh, hey, here's someone shitting out a full-size demon. Bet you didn't see that coming. Or maybe it's one of those nice studio Ghibli ones with the nice children and quaint surroundings. You'll just have to find out.
0: Okay, if you'll step this way now. Can I stand over there? Uh, actually, it's it's actually right over here. So if you'll take no, a look at we'll this. No, over there. If you'll take a look at this large canvas that we have by our very own Van Cock, you'll see that he's. Used I can't very, see from over here. And the brushstrokes are very wide, which. No, is, I'm facing the corner. Moving on. Um, This one by Rembrandt is a very interesting depiction of a large computer.
2: I know!
0: I know all about Van Gogh.
2: He does. He knows, he knows all about computers. I'm going to come out of this corner now.
0: As you can see... I can't see! I know you can't because you stood over there and you won't move! No! I know! No! As you can see, the artist has used a variety of different mediums to create this masterpiece. I've got my eyes closed! I know! Because you're looking the wrong way! No! If you'd like to follow me into the next room, No! Piece, Dark in there. I know! No!
4: I know! No! I know! No! I know. no! <laughs>
2: So what now? What? Well, you can't keep me here forever. You'll either have to release me or kill me.
0: Why are you always so dramatic? Haven't I taken good care of you?
2: In a sort of mafia-like way, yes?
0: Well then...
2: You need to face up to this, Aunt V. It's been three days now. People are going to start looking for us.
0: Just. Just be quiet, please. I need to meditate on this.
2: What's the end game here? You need to think about the consequences. Um. I have a solution that I think could work.
0: I said... um.
2: You can let me go now. I won't tell anyone what's happened to you, And then we can both go our separate ways and never speak of this again. It'll be like this never happened in the first place. Frankly, I think this will be the best outcome for us. Quiet!
0: Both. Janice is speaking. What? Joss sticks again? Will you be more careful this time, Janice?
2: Joss sticks? I know what that means.
0: Yes. Let us light them near this pile of turpentine-soaked tea towels.
2: No! No! You don't have to do that, Aunt V.
0: Oopsie.
2: Oh, shit. It doesn't have to go down like this. Untie me and I'll put that out for you.
0: Why do you always question me? My only son. You're what? You're my son, Kevin.
2: I... We're roughly the same age, aren't we?
0: You have the energy of my son inside you.
2: I don't think that's...
0: Can't you feel him?
2: No. Are you sure you even have a son?
0: Yes. He was a good boy. Healthy and bright. Then the doctors stuck him with their dirty vaccination needles. They infected him with poison. Suddenly he fell ill. Nothing worked after that. Their treatments failed him. I discovered the power of crystals far too late to help him.
2: Oh my god. I'm sorry. I really am.
0: But now we can be together again! (coughs) (coughs) Let's put that fire out! Let's do one last ohm together, before our energies are finally reunited.
2: Please, we can get you some help.
0: Why would I need help? I'm about to experience the best moment of my life. I'm about to meet my child again.
2: At <coughs> least ring for a fire engine. My phone probably still has battery.
0: Come now. Give me the deepest ohm you can. Oh.
1: Hello, is this the Morris Dancing Society?
4: (laughs) You're in the right place, stranger. Come on in, welcome, welcome. We're just about to get started.
1: Great, it's nice to meet you. I'm John, by the way. John? Yep, and you are? I'm Morris, of course. (laughs) Morris, that's a bit of an ironic name, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Not really. We're all Morris dancers, after all. I don't get it. Are you willing to change your name to Morris? No, I quite like my name. Then there's no place for you here, my friend. We are the Morris
1: Dancers. So, are you saying that all these blokes are called Morris as well? Okay
4: folks,
2: let's do a roll call. I'm Morris. Morris.
1: Morris. And Morris. 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 And Maurice. All right, you've made your point, so I just wanted to come and jingle some bells and clonk some wood.
2: We don't do that kind of dancing. I tend to do disco, Morris does ballroom, and Morris does a bit of body popping.
1: Right, I'll just have to take this Morris dancing outfit back to the supermarket then. Did you get it from Morrison's? Sainsbury's.
2: Then you'll have to leave at once. Technology. It has revolutionised our lives in numerous immeasurable ways and no part of the human experience has changed so dramatically than human relationships. Instantaneous communication with anyone, anywhere, has enabled us to form and subsequently ruin relationships in rapid succession across vast distances. But how did our ancestors dump each other? Join us as we discover breakups through the ages. Before the advent of the written word, people had to speak to each other verbally to break it off. This was too personal and awkward, so before long... Smoke signals were used to break up with people in the opposing settlement.
4: But I love you!
2: Due to the fact that fire safety regulations had yet to be invented, a new method of break up had to be invented to prevent society from burning to the ground every few days. As love poetry and the rise of the bard took hold, so too did the art of a good ditching poem. Ports were often hired to deliver this heartbreaking news. I wandered lonely as a cloud that floats on high over vales and hills, and I kind of liked having the space. See ya! <laughs> Soon enough, literacy rates increased amongst the general populace as horny people wanted to write erotic stories. Before long, everyone was writing love letters to each other, which also brought with it the prospect of break up letters.
0: Dear Mr. Throttley... I understand that this news may distress and dismay a man of honour such as yourself. Since you were exposed as the coxtus' strangler and imprisoned at Her Majesty's pleasure, I find it untenable to maintain our relationship any longer. The hardships of upholding this household and our fourteen children are too much to bear. Plus, I've met a sweet, loving gentleman who I have visited, conjugally, several times. You might know him. Piano Wire Petey is in the block next to yours but he has a deep-down, kind, gentle nature that I am sure I can nurture within him, without being grotted.
2: Although letter-writing was undoubtedly the feel-good hit of the Victorian era, its long-form nature meant a new method of dumpage had to be created, and thus the telephone was born.
0: Hello, Cathy. Yeah, I'm afraid he's moved to Kuala Lumpur suddenly, and unexpectedly, and won't be able to see you anymore. He did tell me to tell you it was nothing personal. No, it was definitely a work thing. Absolutely nothing to do with your creepy laugh whatsoever. Alright then, take care. Bye-bye now.
2: Thanks, Mum. Of course, not everyone had access to a telephone right away, so public phone boxes were a popular thing for a while. Plus the anonymity was sometimes useful. Hello? Charlotte? What are you wearing? I want to know what you've got on underneath No, this isn't your boyfriend, Eddie Whose name I've just guessed randomly My name's... Neddy Oh god, no Please don't break it off Please I'll I'll do anything I'll I'll stop calling like this I'll stop smoking, I'll stop... Shit Has anyone got one of those massive Tempe pieces we use now? While the telephone remained a popular device, other forms of articulation began to emerge as the century went on. Before long, the human race developed what is still by far the rawest and most complete form of human expression. The mixtape.
0: How can I put this? Mm, it's... well, have you still got that tape I gave you? Yes. Play the other side.
2: Hmm. I've never played side B before.
1: You're so vain You probably think this song is about you You're so vain I'll bet you think this song is about you
2: Don't you, don't you Wait, are you trying to say something about me? Then along came the mobile phone Allowing people to break up on the move Hello? Hi babe, it's me Listen, I have something to tell you.
0: Can it wait? I'm on a train right now?
2: Not really. I have to say this now. I think we should uh, see other...
0: See other what? Movies? (laughs) Because I agree. Your choices have been terrible lately. Hello? Bad signal. If you can still hear me, I'll come over tonight with a large selection of DVDs. I'm glad our relationship is moving in this direction.
2: And of course, instant messaging allowed people to dump each other through emojis, quite literally. Why
0: does she keep sending the poo emoji?
2: What am I meant to interpret from this? And what does lol mean? What's of licking? But of course, nowadays things are quite different. Through our holonators, we can communicate and dump each other across tachyons. Why are you terminating our assigned procreation agreement?
0: I have been selected to join the pleasure study programme on Ergon Prime.
2: So you won't accept my fertilization pods through the organic transponder anymore?
0: My apologies, but the program only accepts the most beautiful, intelligent, and outstanding members of our species. I owe it to humanity to spend my days surrounded by a multitude of attractive partners and indulge in relentless, guilt-free intercourse. All in the name of science.
2: Always thinking of your career. And so there we have it. A history on the art of ending relationships. I hope you've all learned something today, and you understand how cruel and heartless it would be to come home to find that the locks have been changed while you were out at work. Are you happy now, Mandy? Living in that house? The house that we built? All alone? Who takes out the bins now? Who gets rid of the wasps? You need me. You. Need. Me. Last time on Space Force.
0: A captain's gotta shoot what a captain's gotta shoot.
2: If it helps the situation at all, allow me to perform my one-man, three-hour rendition of Macbeth. Oh no, I've left my panini in the escape pod. We now return to Space Force. Force 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 Force
0: Force 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 Alright Space Force, we don't know what exactly killed the crew on this space vessel. Stay alert, anything could be out there.
1: Why are we even going if it's dangerous?
0: Because there might be cool stuff to steal. Now, let's beam across to their spaceship.
1: Captain Ma'am, I didn't know we had a transporter...
0: No, we've got a long length of wood. We're going to shove out the airlock and walk across. Now prepare the beam!
2: Captain, as you know, I'm always up for a dramatic suicide mission. However, would you prefer to spend the remainder of the episode listening to my new Spoken Word album? It's really very good and available now on my tunes.
0: Stalling for space-time, Mr McStewart.
2: Me? <laughs> as you know, Captain, I laugh in the face of fear, dance in the presence of dread, and give nipple cripples to nightmares. Ah, Captain! A space alien has dripped acid on me! The flesh-rending torture is unbearable!
0: I believe that's a burst water tank, Miss Stewart. I'm
2: pretty sure it's acid.
1: What's that over there?
0: Decomposing bodies, Mr. Puvok. These humanoid corpses have been trapped in this floating coffin for centuries.
2: And yet they're still livelier than Puvok's performance. It smells in here. That's your acting, boy. You've been stinking the place out from the moment you stepped on set. I've told you to enunciate.
0: Well, if we could get back to scripted events here, I'm sure there's nothing on your space scanner you could tell us about. Me or him? You, Mr Puvark.
1: Oh, right. Uh, Yes, my Captain Ma'am, there's some strange space readings here that I'm not smart enough to understand.
0: Let me see. Ah, yes, a life reading on the space bridge. Wait, it's several life readings and call signs for all the dead crew members.
2: A mystery indeed. How can they be dead here and yet still alive on the space bridge? I have a theory, my captain, that I shall deliver through the medium of space poetry. Ahem. What do you think, mom? I mean, Mom.
0: Stop calling me that or I'll demote you to space mute. But in answer to your question, I have a theory which I will hold back from the audience for dramatic effect. To the space bridge!
4: Wait! Come back! Pay attention
2: to me! Ew!
0: just as i thought
2: brilliant deduction as always my captain
1: what is it it looks like a quivering bag of flesh and sinew
0: that's because it is a quivering bag of flesh and sinew mr puvark technically speaking maybe the entity would care to explain
3: that's right captain brainway this baggy epidermis is merely a container for the millions of consciousnesses we have consumed We have subsumed the identities, thoughts and minds of millions of life-forms throughout the galaxy. Inside this form they live forever, melded together, a formless soup of ideas, intellect and philosophy. It's
1: a meat monster! Permission to do a mini-sick, Captain Mom?
0: Refused. So, the crew are still alive. They're just inside you as an ethereal intelligence. I also deduce that the space distress signal was to lure us here. Lure us here because you need my intellect.
3: Indeed, together we solved the complexities of the universe and everything in it centuries ago. But there are deeper conundrums that exist far beyond our plane of existence that we have yet to solve. We need more processing power that is where the brightest star in the space academy comes in captain brainway your synapses hold the key to a new level of understanding with your intellect we shall be limitless will you join us
0: does it hurt
3: momentarily however the immense bliss of information washing over your conscious mind is eternal and with us You'll have access to every idea ever conceived, every emotion ever felt, every moment ever experienced. We are an infinite library of reality. Think of the things we can achieve together. You will have access to everything. You will know everything. You will be everything.
0: Nah. Fire at will. Whose Will? That fleshy bag thing!
2: (laughs) Muahahaha! Die, you space scoundrel! Look at my heroism! You cannot kill us with
3: space lasers! It won't work! If you won't come willingly, they'll take you by force!
0: But you've forgotten one thing...
3: We don't forget anything!
0: Except that you've been sat on the space bridge for so long, deep in thought, that your physical form has fused to that space chair.
2: Aha! So it can't reach us! (laughs) Ha ha Space vermin, thou art nothing whence compared to the mighty Space Force.
0: Now come on, let's get out of here.
2: But Captain, are we not going to vanquish this foe in a stylish and budget-blowing finale?
0: No, think about it.
2: Don't ask too much of me, Captain.
0: This thing is genius with a problem it cannot solve. Leaving it alive will be torture, a fate worse than death.
3: You can't do this to us.
0: Sometimes the smart thing to do is to do nothing. Now let's go.
3: Come back here and put your head in our suction tube. Please. We'll find a way to
0: consume your brainwave if it's the last thing we do.
1: Thank you for not letting it eat me, my queen.
0: It eats intelligence, Puvak. With you, that would be less fulfilling than breathing near an egg.
2: Ah, home sweet space home. Would you like to demote me to pilot so I can steer us into yet another thrilling adventure?
0: Not yet. Detonate the space charges. Captain? You think I'd let that thing live? It's disgusting. Blow it to space pieces.
2: <laughs> ha ha more like it.
1: You know, that wasn't a bad episode, was it? For heaven's sake, boy. I wasn't in it nearly enough. So, have you
2: guys been giving your contracts for Series 2?
0: Yep. Already signed and handed back in.
2: Same here. Contract? Oh, yes. I've had mine months ago. It's of little consequence anyway, because I'm going to be busy on Broadway. Plus, I have my own spin-off to front, and then there's the publicity tour for my spoken word album. I have outgrown the show, although it was beneath me from the start anyway.
0: Great. Well, we should meet for drinks to celebrate the end of the series. Good plan.
1: Send us the details on Who's up. See ya.
0: Bye.
2: There's a series two? You're my agent, Dorrit. You're supposed to know these things. And get me a Who's App. <laughs>
1: Hello, boys and girls. I'm Ding.
4: And I'm Dong. It's time for Time Town.
1: Isn't there usually some sort of music here?
4: Yes. What's happening?
1: Pass me the script, would you? I thought you had the scripts. I wasn't given any. Do you think we've we've been cancelled? It's possible. I mean, it's long overdue.
4: Hmm. It's a bit dark and breezy out here. <laughs>
2: It
1: is I. It's that.
2: Grandfather Time? I thought he was just a legend. These lands have come to an end. Time has caught up with you all, and I shall consign you to the archives of history.
1: This is bad, Dong. He has the
2: power to wipe us out of existence.
1: This can't be the end. It feels too
2: soon. Entropy is the ultimate fate for everything in the universe. Embrace it. Perhaps he can be reasoned with, or stalled until we come up with a plan. Worth a try. Oh, grandfather time? Your efforts to persuade me are useless. I am a force of nature. Time waits for no man.
1: Yes, but isn't time an abstract concept as opposed to a natural force? Yes, wasn't it invented by
2: humanity to bring order to the chaos of their lives? If that were so, why is time often referred to as the fourth dimension? Why is it considered to be the constant of the cosmos? If time happens to be such a constant, how can it be affected by gravity and black holes? Such an effect surely proves that time isn't an unalterable end. But that also suggests that time is measurable, therefore proven to exist. The thermodynamic arrow of time is irreversible, going from a state of less entropy to more entropy, regardless of the effects placed upon it by other forces. But is time not also relative? How can time be both constant and variable? The universe relies on constants. The multiverse relies on variables. Time affects them both. Life depends on neither of those elements.
1: However, the spread of life depends on a negative entropy flow.
2: Does that not create a paradox at the heart of the irreversibility of time? Time does not exist because of life. Life exists within and is also subject to the passage of time. But without life, time cannot be measured. So time cannot exist without life. To suggest that life and time are inexorably linked is a preposterous play for time. The passage of time cannot be halted. But it can be bypassed, or even maybe reversed.
4: Through the theoretical folding of space-time, do you accept that such effects could be achieved?
2: In theory, perhaps. Maybe. But that is theoretical and has no bearing on this situation. Oh, yeah?
4: Secondhand. Start running backwards.
2: Sure thing, guys. No. What are you doing? We're winding back the clock. We're going back to the beginning of Timetown. You fools! This changes nothing! I will show up again at the same point in time. You're not even delaying the inevitable. And when you come back, we'll just do this again. And we'll keep doing it every time you show up. Don't you see? You'll create a paradox. You'll force the events of Timetown to be played out in perpetuity.
1: And in that way, Timetown will always exist.
2: And we can save all our friends but you will cease to exist in the short term. You'll have to be born again. You won't remember anything. All your friendships, experiences and knowledge, all lost to the sands of time.
1: It's a sacrifice we're willing to make.
2: Right, guys? Right. Right!
1: No! Hello, boys and girls. I'm Tick.
4: And I'm Tuck. It's time for Time Town.
5: takes you under their wing a friend helps you stand tall and picks you up when you fall for what is a friend in the end and what is the end without friends life isn't as thrilling or half as fulfilling if you don't feel life with friends a friend doesn't judge your friend group a friend wants to be in the loop a friend should always do what's important to you Friends share their lunch and help you spike the punch. First, what is a friend in the end? And what is the end without friends? Life isn't as thrilling or half as fulfilling If you don't fare your life with friends. Friends like the same things as you. Friends do the same things you do. Friends won't throw insults when you're joining a cult. Friends share their pastimes, sign-on capsules. Friend in the end. And what is the end without friends? Life isn't as thrilling. Or happiness for If you don't live your life with friends. Now, I've had such a great life with all my wonderful friends. Why wouldn't I want it to come to the end the same way? Lord Grublix is coming on his comet to collect all our life energy, and it'd be a damn selfish thing not to share salvation with all my lovely, lovely friends out there. Hope you're listening, guys. I love you to the end of the earth. Amen, brothers and sisters. For what is a friend in the end? and What is the end without friends? Life isn't as thrilling or half as fulfilling if you don't end your life with friends.